Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Is It Just Me, the podcast. Well, at this point, you can't live without. Uh, it's the weekly show that reassures you you're not alone in really giving far too much time and attention to the very, very trivial, silly things in life. We can't live without it. We, we certainly would not can't. be eating without it. No, we wouldn't be. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I mean, we're journalists for crying out loud. <laughs> that's yeah. one of your hosts. That's Joe Elvin. Hi. And I'm the other one. I'm James Williams. <laughs> that's uh, James. We've also got Bingley here today, who's barely interested. Yeah, Bingley the pod dog, as he's rapidly becoming known as. Um, yeah, he's asleep again, not peeing, which I'm always happy about. Yeah. So, um, yes, anyway, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, and we've got a very special guest today, Joe, well, haven't yeah, we? I'm so excited. I feel like I know this woman. I've been following her comedy career for years and years. I've been listening to her enviably as she agrees to everybody else's podcast. <laughs> I can't believe today we've got, uh, at, on the eve of her Lads, Lads, Lads finale tour at the Palladium, we have Sarah Pascoe. Hello. Hey. I saved the best to last. I've been exactly. practicing exactly. on the other podcasts. Yes. Yeah. And you've dyed your hair pink for the occasion. I have. I've dyed it terribly I really pink. love it. Do you know what happened? This is quite a good example of the kind of things you talk about. Yesterday, I had a hair appointment and they cancelled really last minute. And despite them, I did it myself and it looks far too bright no and I think that, it's great okay well it'll fade no I really I d- like I f- it I looked in the mirror and felt 15 again do you know mm. Mary Greenwell no she's like a really prominent makeup artist oh. she often gads about with her hair that colour as well Does yeah. she? And I mean okay. and she knows about good hair colours okay. so yeah. if I were okay. you so I'll I stop would... crying yeah. also, I can't yeah. believe yeah. your hair just cancelled you well I did I did like a a late, late minute booking on the website yeah. and oh. then and I think they'd like cool Shoreditch kids who are like I'm not working late on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm going home. Well, I yeah. like it. And what, what, have you always wanted to go pink? Um, I've, I've got very, very white hair at the moment, so it takes any colour. Yeah. yeah. So you're working your way through them all. Yeah, I thought I might a little bit, just to it's cheer myself up at the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. Go the full unicorn, have multicolours. I'd love to go full unicorn, That would actually. probably be quite high maintenance, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, it's just a lot of the colours just run out straight away. Yeah. yeah. Don't take this the wrong way, but no. do you remember when only grannies... We're yes. sort of allowed to have like a yeah. bit of a, a, a pink or a mauve 
Yeah, tinge. exactly. They it's got it's it. also that amazing yeah. Frenchie from Greece. Is that Easter egg pink oh, yes. colour, isn't that's it? True. That's the colour I want, actually. That yeah. kind of pearlised one. It's beautiful, yeah. though. I like it. I like how we've really got to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Very yeah. important. It's perfect podcast chat, isn't it? How are you yourself, You've been rehearsing Sarah? all your life, Sarah. Yeah. This yes, podcast. yeah. How are you? Um, very good. I had. Um, are you Australian, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. So I've just come back from Australia. I've been there for a month. Oh. My partner's Australian, and so I've had that real jolt back after a holiday. Oh. Whereabouts did you go? Well, we went to. So he's from Sydney. So we were there. My dad I'm lives in Sydney. Adelaide. Sydney is just the most oh my incredible city. I hope city. I haven't snogged him at a blue light disco. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you do. Uh, he's young. He's much younger than me. Oh, um, it is him. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. His name's Steen. He's very handsome. Shit. Yeah. It's getting awkward. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Um, we're still, we're, we're still, we'll all be friends, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Thrupples are all the rage. Oh, now. they are. Yeah, They're very know. trendy, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just frankly too busy and too tired. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. well, there's so much negotiation with one on one. Imagine adding someone else. Well, I was going to say maybe. Thropples are quite easy because you think, oh yeah, you have him tonight. I can't be bothered. Yeah, but not if like on that Louis Theroux thing where they're all squeezed into a tiny bed. Oh, what the hell was yeah. that all about? My friend had that. She she went, I mean, I'm I'm speaking out of turn, but um, she went off with our singing teacher once she was above age and, and his wife and they all three of them shared a bed and the dog. Wow. Too many people. Hang on a minute. When you say they shared the dog. <laughs> no, not shared the dog. <laughs> Give me a context. Shared the bed. They shared right. each other. Right. And, and slept, the dog. With, slept <laughs> with the dog. Jesus, yeah. Non-sexual, the dog. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, but you know, uh, as, Some a recent, people. As, a, as a new dog owner myself, <laughs> it's a very controversial subject matter. Everyone keeps saying, are you sleeping with your dog? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Well, and some they, people think it's a great thing. Some people think it's a mean thing. Oh, I mean, and, so as in like, do you let Bingley in your bed? No, I don't. You don't? No, no. I don't. He, he's, he's a downstairs dog. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's allowed on the sofa. Some yeah. people are really weird. They don't let the dogs on the sofa. Yeah. That's really mean. I just think the dog, I, I've always left it up to the dog, these <laughs> things. Yeah, I think, yeah, the dogs decide. Yeah. The dogs tell you if they're finding it too traumatic yeah. by themselves. Yeah. But, um, God, we, uh, we've covered a lot of ground already. <laughs> I know. Thank you and good night. We're on to couples. No, but tell us all about oh, Australia. Your, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I was going to jump to the tour, but <laughs> yeah. well, whereabouts think... in Sydney? I'm just keen to oh, know. So, Sydney, we stayed at Bondi, right on the beach. Nice. It was amazing. Oh. Then we went to Adelaide. And then we went to Melbourne to watch the cricket. I don't know if you have any interest in it. Wow. No, I that's don't. why I had to leave. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very boring. I, they, don't, they, I don't tan and I can't throw a ball. Oh, I had get to leave out. Australia. Yeah. 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 You were not Come welcome. to London. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then we went to um, an island off Queensland called Badara, which oh, was like an exotic holiday Can at I the end. I something very fancy about Badara yes. Island. My, one of my best friends designed the resort there. <gasps> it's stunning. Yeah, I know. It's so she's incredible. She's a clever egg. Oh, yeah. she's very clever. Yeah. So you travelled around a lot. Yeah, we I, did. I yeah. did that once when I went to Australia for three weeks and I did Melbourne, Perth and mm. Sydney. And you forget how huge that country it's is. It's ridiculous. Isn't it? Because yeah. you think, oh yeah, I'll just do an internal flight and it's like a whole day. Yeah. And it's just so far. Yeah. yeah I mean, so I haven't far. been there for years. But you did it the right way. If you're going to go that mm. far, make it worth your while and yeah. really do it and take your time yeah. over it. It's such so, an amazing country. So do you feel a bit like, oh, it's over now? Or are you yeah, quite d- glad to be well, back? Well, it's, it's just how dark it is here in the mornings is mm. such a shock. Yeah. It's crap, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's really it's no just, it up. And people yeah. who get up to go to work should all get OBEs. <laughs> it's so yeah. miserable. Well, yeah, I've been campaigning really for that for years, although yeah. I, I've written about it and banged on about it on Instagram a lot. I spend a lot of time at this time of year obsessively checking the sunrise and sunset times. Yes, so and it know. does make me feel better but because I, you can see the days do get longer. Early. Yeah, but yeah. I, can, I can feel there's hope in the length of in the afternoon. Like it doesn't feel like it's pitch black at four thirty. Mm. But I'm with you. The morning, so I get up quite early, and I'm like, it feels like the dead of night at six yeah. a.m. Still, yeah. do you feel as a Londoner or as a, someone who lives in this hemisphere? Don't you just feel so proud? 
when it gets to like March and you've got through it yeah, again. That's it. I really okay, do we'll feel like the, a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, so it used to be like that May Day was this big festival because it was the people who hadn't died in the winter. And it is, and there is, and, and that's, that's essentially, we go, yeah, I didn't die this year. <laughs> and, and, and I think there is that, there's nowhere better to be when it is sunny yeah. and the hope of spring exactly. is so wonderful. You go, it's worth it. It's worth the awful eight months. I always feel we're in that slightly sucky period now where you psychologically think you're over the worst, but yes. in fact, you're it's so long. nowhere near it. Yeah. But, oh, but you've done the right thing. I'm a big fan. Now. If you, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of holidays generally, but if you're going to have a holiday, do a winter yes. one. If you, you if can break, enough, yeah. break that monotony and it really makes that winter a lot more bearable. Do you know so. my friend Kathy Lett? The, the I do know Kathy, yes. yeah. She spends December to March in Australia. Oh. And so at this point, yeah. can we just have a big old fuck you? Yeah, fuck you, Kathy Lett. <laughs> Kathy Lett. I actually said that to her on email last night, but just in case yeah, she's listening. slow picking up the yes. emails. I just fuck need her you, to know that we're really cross about that whole situation. One yeah. of my friends did that recently. when he mm, literally went yeah. to Australia from November to March. Just I'm like, I hate all you. Of it. Piss off to, yeah. talk to me. Where, no WhatsApp, nothing. Where did I go wrong? Um, just to um, balance it out, I knew someone's parents I knew just went back to Australia for five months and he died the second day they were there. Oh, well, you know. I can't really say anything to that. Oh, I was, I was just trying to go, sometimes people shouldn't do it. Exactly. Just, Bad things happen. They'll have a sudden heart attack. Exactly. I'm terribly sorry to hear that. It, it is very far. But it's not someone I know. I was too flippant about that death. No, no. <laughs> so is this a, a new relationship with an Australian man? Relatively new, yes. Yeah. yeah. I never quite managed a successful relationship with this, with an Australian man. Oh, really? What's that like? do, you they, <laughs> do, do you think they have a character flaw? Well, me and them, we didn't really <laughs> <No>. get on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I um, remember being, so the first time I started doing a stand-up in Australia, being really, realising that Australian women have a, a really particular strength to them. And I found it really admirable. I really liked a lot of the Australian woman comics I was seeing. I got very excited about it. And then I realised, oh, it's because if they're straight, they have to deal with Australian men. <laughs> and you do have to be quite no-nonsense with yeah. them because there's a kind of Australian masculinity. It's very and, loud. And I remember when I was, you know, when I lived in Sydney, I was very young and sort of like on the dating scene. It's like 19, 20, 21. Mm. And in Sydney at the time, I'm not sure if it's different now, but Sydney was the second largest gay population oh, yeah. in the world to San Francisco. So if you were a, like the ugliest, most abhorrent straight man in Sydney, you still had your choice of the 10 oh, yes. hottest women of it. So it was just oh, like yeah. the law of yeah. averages for, you know, a six and a half out of 10 mm. straight Aussie girl. Yeah, they call it relative mate value, don't they? So like New York has that problem at the moment. Lots of eligible, very highly qualified single women. And there's like gross men who get their pick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? England England was the first time a man, I think, asked me a question. (laughs) Ask her more, Australia. Ask her more. I really noticed that when I got here. (laughs) So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do an Aussie bash. I'm sure your Aussie man's lovely. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> well, he's a new Aussie man, <laughs> yes. isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How did you meet? Not on the on the apps or in real oh, life? Oh, no, in real life. Oh, yes, well done. In real life. Yeah, yeah. That's the way well forward. Well done. Yeah. yeah. I've unusual. never been on the apps. They oh. really scare me. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah. How yeah. did you manage that IRL? Talk me through that IRL experience. You've, you've only ever done it. You've never had an app experience. No, I guess. I've never yeah. had an app experience. Yeah. But I keep meeting people through work, which is the other thing, which I mean, end up with people who work. And there's something to be said for maybe not having someone who does the same job as you. Mm. So that's the trouble. Well, if you don't go well, on an Joe's app. Well, Joe's husband, and yeah. they, they do the same job, don't you, really? Yeah. And I think in your line of work, and this is a gross generalisation, yeah. but... Um, you know, I think my favourite comedians are comedians because there's been some real sort of like point of pain in their life. Oh, there's yeah. real sort of like 
baggage there. So I often wonder how two comics. Oh, I see. With all that baggage, that work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they have to fly business class to get more allowance. Yeah, because I used you possibly even been on it, like Mark Maron's WTF podcast, and like every comedian on there has got some. Dark past. But I think that's true of all people. I just think maybe Maybe. comedians communicate about it because usually it's a good kind of well to tap into because you're always looking for something universal. And there is a kind of universality to lots of kind of pain. I don't think comedians are always special. I I always say, though, I I do feel like if you're a comedian, the pressure on you, not just from your own peers, but just on the street, like people just expect you to be on and Mm. funny and like basically just in stand up mode the whole time. And it must be like. Oh, you you disappoint a lot of people, (laughs) is the thing. (laughs) But it is. I mean, we were just talking earlier, actually. One of the questions that makes you more tense than any, and this is as a Joe public person, is, oh, tell us a joke. Tell us your favorite joke because that pressure to yes. say something funny yeah, is like no other so if that's your day yes, job <laughs> i know and it doesn't happen with other jobs because people aren't like oh write me an article or oh, oh, <laughs> build a, shelves. i'd like no. to see a wall <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't but they just have this thing like, oh this will be nice it'll be a nice story to tell other people that i've had you in the back of my cab like it won't i'm gonna disappoint you so yeah. much and yeah. also i'm actually having a really shit time i've got you know, yeah. the, the the de- paints yeah. and decorators. It, it's all that yeah. thing. Is that people oh, just don't it's just going, that's re- my job and I'm not at work right now. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah but you still bit. have to be nice to people. I think it's so important oh, yeah. to, to be polite. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. I, I think you can politely decline and say, yes. I'm not really on right okay. now. Well, that's but, my worst question. I'm not very funny for a comedian. And then they find that funny <laughs> enough to leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. But then I was completely, I, I was just saying to James before you got here, we haven't met, but I was on a panel at something for like a magazine conference oh, yes. thing and you were like front and centre in the audience heckling her oh. <laughs> and I was so was weirded wait, out wait, where by was that was that a it mother... was a little while ago now was it um is it called Mothernet? Was it on? Was it there that you were there for Davina McCall? No, it no. was in some weird place in um, uh, near Tower Hamlets. It was um, and and not only was mm. I was thinking, oh my god, there's that comedian Sarah Pascoe. I haven't got anything funny to say. I'm going to be. <laughs> and then at one point, I looked up and you were gone. So I thought, <laughs> so not only are you sure it was me. I was say, yes, are you, are, I'm absolutely uh, positive. Oh, yeah. are you sure? You, maybe you you realised you were in the wrong place, and that's why you suddenly went. It was this is so boring that she can't even remember. <laughs> I can't it. remember. This is me terrible. Wanging on about magazines for an hour. Yeah, and you got yeah. off with her boyfriend. I mean, this, is, <laughs> this is getting more. That's and more. why I came in to check Who, who's this bitch from his past. <laughs> and then I thought, I'll really get into her oh, head. I'll leave. Yeah. She's no threat. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. not even funny. No. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, yeah. anyway, so, anyway, back, back to actually talking about work. Yes, Sarah. Yes. So, lads, 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 tell us a bit yes. more about that. So, it's a show that I wrote after after a breakup, and I was I was going through this thing about um, I was trying to work. Well, I was celibate for a year, and so it was the beginning of that year. Me working out how to be happy by myself, and I was so used to you know like what you'd call like a serial monogamist having relationships that are a couple of years and then meeting someone else and kind of changing your life around that person and I was trying to do this opposite thing which was uh being okay by myself and doing things like traveling by myself yeah um and um and then I was trying to kind of continually writing stand up on that topic and this is like kind of towards the end of that process because I've been working on it for about 18 months and then we're filming it for BBC Two at the Palladium mm. so it's very exciting very exciting yeah and so when is that happening that's 10th of March great yeah 
So tickets still available? Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. No. No. <laughs> what I mean is invite the whole family. Yeah. Yeah, hey, so cool, there's a, Sarah. Yeah, you might get one or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an afternoon show and an evening show because we have to film it twice, you no. see. So it'll be a really fun day. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. I am going to be there. Well, it's the Palladium. Middle, yeah. of the, middle, middle of the front row, leave halfway through. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. No. Get your revenge. Yeah. She's on to me. Revenge will be mine. Sitting yeah. there with my arm around Dean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, stud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, did, did you, when you were sort of like deciding, see, the thing is, when I was younger and single, if I decided to be celibate for a year, yeah. I don't think anyone would have challenged me on that. No, no one I really challenged imagine. me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there must have been points where there was a fork in the road and you could all blow it. Actually, I, I don't want to do that now. I, How did you stay with it? It didn't actually happen. I think uh, something I talk about in the show is that I've been asked out twice in my life and both of those times were in the celibate year. One of the men was 83. And, um, oh, you've got to love him for trying well, though. No, I did and actually he sent me such a beautiful email. It was so polite. He wrote a list of conversation topics because of what he thinks we have in common. So that was like super sweet, oh. but yeah, not a challenge really to my celibacy. About it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, I invited him to come to a show because I really try to be kind to people and I said, oh, I don't want to go to dinner, but I'll say hello to you, you can come to a gig and he slept through the whole thing. <laughs> Which is worse than leaving, Joe. Yeah, I was going to say. He had a wow. lo- lovely he, nap. He's already stolen your gag there, Joe. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this, that gives you the perfect doubt. Well, we, you know, yes. I was going to marry you. Yeah, but that's it. But that clearly, I'm We boring. don't have that in common. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sleeping rudely. Um, no, I found, that's the thing is, uh, I almost kept telling people, oh, I'm being celibate at the moment, even though I wasn't exactly batting them away either. <laughs> I find that very hard to believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and a year, a year goes fast. It was good. I I feel much better for having done it. And I I did things like you find time for things much more. Like I was I started going to yoga and exercising more and things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, I hate to say you mm. get to a certain age where time just goes really quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. And you, yeah it's like everything. You 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 just. Have, but what, so you basically took up actual hobbies. Yeah, I tried to, yeah. And I did, I went to like a, a yoga retreat in Costa Rica. I went to India. I went to Paris for Valentine's Day. I tried to kind of really push myself to do things that I found really terrifying. And did, because um, we, we've talked a bit about this. Some people are very weird, aren't they? About going to the theatre by yourself yes. or going for meals You by think yourself. people are going to stare at you. Yeah. Or you think you're going to be terribly lonely. Yeah. And actually you're not either of those things. Well, I, I went to the theatre once by myself because I was meeting a friend afterwards mm. and I did find myself having the urge to go around the bar and tell people that I had friends. Yeah. You know I mean? It was like, do you know what I yes. mean? But, which is something that someone with friends would do, right? Yeah. So go and tell everyone they've got friends. Yeah. But yeah, you do feel like, I don't know. I certainly felt when I went for a meal by myself, I felt that need to talk to the waiter a lot more than I normally would. Yes. Because I just thought, I, thought, I don't want people to think I have no social skills whatsoever. Oh, for sure, know? yeah. Uh, I think if you've got a book, there's something quite lovely about eating by yes. yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think now with phones, you don't ever feel truly alone. But I used to have that with smoking. I don't smoke anymore. But you used to go, what do I do? I'll just go outside and stand and have a cigarette. And yeah. Something to do. I think that's no. I think it's great. So and so that's influenced a, a lot of the show. I'm assuming yes, all yeah, that's kind of about show. that kind of journey. So, yeah. but it's, a, it's oh, not... and there's something about the GQ awards in it. Oh, it's which, there. Yes, something about Ollie Murs. He was on our table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we love Ollie. So, yeah, Sarah came amazing. to the GQ awards this year, which I yeah, gate crashed with Ashling. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that, I always said that was the table I wanted to be on. That was the fun table. Yeah. Um, well, look, do go and check. Where, where can they get tickets from, Sarah? Where's the best place um, to go? The London Palladium website. Head there now and get tickets to Sarah's show, lads, lads, lads. Te- check it out. Joe will be there sleeping or cracking onto Sarah's boyfriend. <laughs> I'll be there laughing. I'm going to be there. <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy every you. goddamn second. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. And anyway, no, Sarah, are you ready to go on to talk about some very, yes, very please. important things? Yes, yes. Please. About yes. Some serious gravitas. 
Okay. Let's bring it. Is it just me, guys? Yes. Who never gives money to buskers? No, I never do. That's <laughs> that one closed. It's closed. It's yeah. not just me. It's me and you. Um, is it just me, though, that I, I quite like a busker? I feel All like of it, them. Well, well, no, don't get me wrong. Very dark, but I, well, I hate to say, I feel like you don't see as many anymore. Yes. Do you? Is, well, is, are they a dying breed? Busker? I in, think in there's my laws office, against them. But in my oh. office, it, it, in summer, more so. But we have actually phoned the council on a guy who stands wow. outside and plays for hours on end oh, gosh. Um, that Justin Bieber song, Despacito. <laughs> oh, brilliant. On the saxophone <laughs> over <laughs> and okay. over so again. The saxophone, this is my problem. My dad is a musician. My right. dad is a, well, he's currently, he does jazz improvisation on the saxophone, which other people apparently like, but not for me. No, and I um, don't like that. No, and Sorry, when I was younger, he, he would busk when we were children. And, and he got so much money in his saxophone case. So I also know how lucrative it is. So I never really? feel bad for buskers, Who ever. Knew? I, I always think it's the opposite. I thought, oh, they'll... They hide the money because if you think about how many people pass oh. in a short amount of time, it only takes a few people to give a couple of pounds. That really builds up. God. And they I hide, this no they hide all the money. They this hide is where it we've all. been going wrong. But I love this podcast. I'm learning and I'm growing. Mm. I had no idea. Yeah. And I always feel guilty yeah. when now, I walk past yeah. and don't. What were the hotspots? What what's prime real estate for buskers then, Sarah? Oh, well, so my dad was about around Romford in Essex. So, so I don't, not even central London? No, not even central. Wow. But mostly it's guilt. That's what I think the problem with the busking system is, is you don't go, oh my gosh, that violinist is incredible. I'm going to donate because I really, they really changed my life today. They changed my mood with their wonderful music. You go, oh God, she looks sad. Yeah. Oh, this is so bad. I've probably got some change. And I just feel like that's the wrong exchange. You're not like going, oh, you gave me a little bit of art. Here's some change. You're going like, oh, oh you're going to be there for hours. I feel <laughs> Everyone's bit, ignoring you. I feel a bit more tense. I, I, I don't mind a busker if it's like a guy on an acoustic guitar or a girl. But I mean, I think it's when I see the ones with like a little boom box and they try to sing opera. Yeah, the they're, karaoke people. They're slightly sad. But I think. what are they? It must be hard. I do get embarrassed for them. Mm. Like, but you must, must know be. about this. What what are the regulations? It just seems like anyone. Well, it, you've got I, to have a license. I can't sing or play an instrument, no. but it feels like I could just front up to Oxford Circus. No, you have to have a license so to do it. it. So on the on the in the actual tubes, they're all they they have to audition and get right. given permission. And if they don't have the permission, they get moved on. And lots of places in London. Some like, of those people have have been through an auditioning process. <laughs> Joe, it's shocking to find out. <laughs> I don't, we don't, who I, I, are the okay. rejects? I want to no, I want to know who is the Simon Cowell of TFL that gets to <laughs> yeah. sit on the audition panel. I reckon it's still says, Simon. Cowell. You I think he does that <laughs> See, Monday threw, mornings. You threw Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. He just um, picks the, the worst people from Britain's Got Talent and goes, don't worry, you're not on the show, but... <laughs> but there's an opening up. Yeah. Do you have an Oyster card? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a job for you. But I mean, I guess the exception is Christmas, because, you know, it's nice when you walk the streets of London at Christmas, you know, you, you're here... The same Is old it? songs being I sung. Think I, get, I think I get too irritated by music. I, I don't even like it in shops when oh, they're right, playing okay. the same songs over and over again. Really? But yeah, I think it's, it's noise pollution. I like some peace and quiet. You like tr- tranquility? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, yeah, I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't want to be a busker shamer. I've, I, I, I've, I've been labelled as a shamer of too many things recently. But yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you, Sarah. I just, it just feels like it's, it's, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a busker and thought, God, that's incredible. Why isn't this person on television? Do you yes. know what I mean? I've never, yeah. ever. So. I tell you another thing, actually. 
I, children, people who get children to do it, I think that's really creepy. Oh, have you seen, seen this? Oh, oh it's actually a big thing in Sydney and Melbourne. They, um, they, they usually, and I'm now be racially stereotyping, they're usually children of um, some kind of maybe Chinese, Japanese, right. um, Korean, Malaysian origin. And so seven or eight-year-olds with big pianos and they're like virtuosos. Right. And everyone's filming them on their phones. And I think there's something really creepy about doing it with children, yeah. like sending a child out to earn money. Well, surely child labour well, laws child labor, should, come, yes. should come into play And also somewhere. child showing off a thing they can do when I can't. Which is also <laughs> That's annoying. really what's yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. Now we're getting to the heart yeah. of it. Yeah. We, yeah. we hate high achievers. Yeah. Yeah. Over, over yeah. young yeah. achievers. Yeah, precocity. Um, yeah, maybe I'm just, yeah, because yeah, maybe in my head, because I, well, I was going to say, you're not from London either, Josie. In my mm. head, I, I don't mind it so much because we didn't used to see it so much growing yes. up. Yes, yeah. But, uh, and I sort of feel like I don't see it that much anymore. So now I have a weird, like, uh, sort of affection for oh, yeah, them. So it's like an old, yeah, well, you're nostalgic. Right, but you are, yeah. I hate to say it, it's a terrible thing. To say. I, you, I think it is steeped in a bit of, oh, bless. You know, it's uh, like a form of begging rather yeah. than entertainment. There, there's one, uh, I'm really going to get in trouble now, but mm. there's one group on, there's a band, I use the term loosely, who oh. get on the circle line most days. <laughs> Was it like the mariachi band? No. I don't know what they are, but they're <laughs> sort of a jazz band. They have oh, a They, they, they have sound a saxophone. awful. They, they sound and, awful. And they sing, they only sing when the saints go marching in. Yes, I know the ones you're talking about. And they always get the lyrics completely wrong <laughs> and run up and down that already packed tube mm. carriage where your I face know. is in and someone's And no one wants to be brought back crack. into real life. No, just yeah. I'm just never. I mean, the circle line is a trial mm. on a good day. Well, you can get one. I mean, to yeah. be honest. They then. don't enhance it. You might as well just way. try and flag down a unicorn and get yeah. on a, cir- a circle line. And, I, and I've, I don't know if I'm just getting old and too <laughs> curmudgeonly, but I've, I've, Turn to openly swearing yes. when I ask for fuck's sake. Here we go. And yeah. you can always catch the eyes of the other regular circle liners going, no. oh no, they're a nightmare. Well, yeah. I guess the thing is, though, maybe the other thing is, I wear headphones everywhere, which yes. probably says a lot more. I don't yeah. even notice half the time. Yeah. Which, that's interesting. You know, so. there's a, in Edinburgh, when the festival's on, there's a few buskers on um, bagpipes, and that's pretty horrific Ooh. as well. <laughs> Oh, so I, thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought you could say, and that's actually no, quite charming. No, no that's no. Because it means if you're like you, because you might be trying to go to sleep, and if you're anywhere near the Royal Mall, you can hear bagpipes. I wonder what the, the difference is between really brilliant and not very good bagpipe playing. <laughs> not much in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there isn't much no. in it. Yeah. I mean, who, who would know? No. Simon Cowell. Yeah. No, he, I don't think he would no, know. Everyone's just know. making it up with the bagpipes. Mm. The proclaimers. No, <laughs> they might yeah. have an idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, uh, well, I, I I feel very sorry if you are sat there listening and you are a busker. Or oh, we've inspired you to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dying market. I and you want to email us? I mean, you know, we've heard it's very lucrative. Yeah, I well, have exactly. No idea. I'm thinking yeah. of taking it up uh, in the lean freelance months. I need to <laughs> learn an instrument, or maybe not. I you can play do the recorder. Thing. You could write little poems for people, like they do outside the Shakespeare's Globe. People do. Um, well, I like that kind of busking, Spoken that quiet. Word. They do. They write individual like poems a magic for trick. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Magic's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Statues, you can just walk straight past. That, oh, so fine. it's more the it's more the obnoxious it's the volume. Yeah, it's not funny. that people want to try yeah. and do things to earn money. Well, look, if you agree with James, Sarah, they should all be in a triangle. Yes. What do you reckon? <laughs> I can play the recorder. We could do, yes. we could do, do this. Stairway to heaven. You we, could ping along. We could be really irritating and make lots of money. But what What's about not this? What about if it's like we say the headphone thing, but what if it's always silent disco? So people busk and you put the headphones on if you want to listen. Well, opt in, opt out. Yes. Optional. Very good idea. Well, look, if you are sat there and you agree totally with what Sarah's saying, uh, do email us and let us know. We love hearing from you. The usual email address applies. It's isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com. Is it just me that feels like um, 
because a dessert has vegan mm. or wheat-free on it, I can eat as many as I like because they're vegan slash wheat-free. You, Drongo. Well, I yeah. know. I mean, it, <laughs> I know. But this is a funny thing because I'm saying this because I'm recently coming out of a phase where quite a lot of my friends did do veganuary. Oh, yeah. Um, and there is this idea, and I remember actually uh, a personal trainer once say, actually, it, it was J- James Digan, actually. He once said something, I saw a talk he did, and he was talking about the whole wheat-free, gluten-free mm. thing. And he, he basically said, look, what you've got to remember is a slap in the free, a slap in the face is gluten free. Doesn't mean it's good for you. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I think what I'm finding is these mm. friends of mine that did veganuary. Well, they all pretty much lived off Miss Cupcake in Brixton, yeah, you can her vegan do. cupcakes yeah. for the month, and that's not a good healthy lifestyle choice. No, is it? <laughs> but I think you're confusing being vegan with being healthy because <laughs> I, well, I that's but, one of the big but, misnomers but about people it. People do, yeah. yes, they do think oh yeah. you must just be eating carrots, mm. and actually you can be a dessert vegan now, which means you just eat crisps. And like you say, there is so I've been vegan for ten years, and if there is any kind of vegan dessert, I will eat it because usually I can't have it. Mm. So it's a vegan biscuit, vegan cake, and especially if it's a vegan thing I haven't had before, so I'll have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but just out of like I haven't had that, but a vegan spotted dip with custard, so I have to just because. Try it. Yeah, because there'll be another day where I can't. But how so do you, excitement? How do you feel then, Sarah? As so you've been yeah. well. A vegan for 10 years yeah. it, do you feel it's becoming a bit trendy if people are jumping on a bandwagon no, how think, do you feel about it I think it's a really it? I think it's a it's a really great example there's two things number one it's a really great example of capitalism because um certain companies were losing a very very tiny percentage of their income to people kind of being either healthier or vegan or being even kind of ethically aware and as we all know from huge corporations can't lose even 1% of their income they have <laughs> and so they um everything got so incredibly good so like you had shops like Pret even Starbucks has a vegan option Cafe Nero have a vegan option so being a vegan completely changed in the last Mm. few years and that means that people who as we all know everyone's got a certain amount to do a certain amount of headspace to think about things veganism if you had to think about where you were going to have your lunch was too hard but if you make it simple people go I'll try it and see if it makes you feel better because lots of people have different kind of food allergies and stuff so rather than being trendy or in any way for some people it's not even moralistic it's more I get really sluggish in the afternoons and like with if someone does quit bread or something they're going I wonder if it's dairy Mm. I wonder if it's dairy and having processed meat and I wonder how I feel. And I think the options there, because I know so many people now who've tried it, not completely for them, but they'll be like vegan-ish where they'll go, now I eat fish occasionally and only really good meat once a month. And I think that's such a perfect diet. Yeah. So you're, so you're basically not one, because uh, going back yes. to talking about mm. peers, obviously he gets on his real thing about you know the militant a, vegans, isn't he? But it was such an odd thing, because you talk about militancy, I would really have understood if he, if Greg said, Do you know what, we're doing all vegan sausage rolls now, there's barely any meat in them anyway. And then you'd go, well, hang on. Yeah. But just the idea that someone else might have an option and Peter's like, no, no option, not for you. Yeah, but I mean, he's only doing that just to... Exactly. Of course to, he is. The best PR that Greg's ever got. Well, that, but obviously it? I yeah. thought Greg's... Have you tried it, by the way? I haven't, oh. because you can't get them. There's but, not enough of them. Yeah, I know. So it was always a PR exercise. And unfortunately, they got too much PR because of Piers Morgan. You can't get hold of them. And one. again, I thought for someone who's right wing to be saying to a company, you can't be attracting a bigger market, there would be absolute outcry if a left wing company said, well, actually, we're going to be even more kind of socialist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it was such good marketing for him to... But I think yeah. that's, yeah, I think, you know, I'm... I mean, I've, I'm a carnivore, Joe, you're a carnivore. But I mean, I'm definitely warming more. And I, I, I don't think it's because militant vegans are, are shoving oh. it down my oh, throat. It's, no, it's I the think opposite. It's the idea it's of... creativity around food. Yeah. But as yeah. I, you know, I've lived with a vegetarian for nearly 
30 years mm. and I so I've never been obsessive in the way that some people are about mm. meat and I think people who are obsessive about meat in my family have always had this idea that if you're a vegan or vegetarian then you can't lift a pen your yeah. li- limbs are so weak yeah, that's you, well actually one yeah. of the questions people always ask is well, where do you get your protein yeah, like you yeah. haven't thought about it you go fuck I know I forgot something <laughs> yeah. shit so I've been existing without protein yeah. all this time or um, B12 you, what about B12 they think they're going to catch you out yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my worry about it is, I, I, I definitely, and the argument about you know what it does to the planet mm. and eating less meat, I think that's but absolutely. I, I, and I think that is a really powerful. Yeah, argument. I think yeah, far more powerful. Also, actually. just people to know where their food comes yes. from because we're all so busy. It's but, so easy to not even think about yeah, it. Yeah, but see, I've always, I guess, because I'm, I'm, I'm a cook and I've always been mm. like, I've always, you know, I, I'm not one for convenience foods. So yes. You know, so I've always thought about my food and mm. I've read books over the years about you know what goes into supermarket mass marketing yeah. food and all that kind of stuff. So I've been a bit aware on that side but I still think there's a slight worry where I know for example there are people in my social sphere who are definitely doing the vegan thing because oh. it's a way of them now dressing up their new yeah. it's, it's the new way for them to dress up their eating disorder well this is the thing I have to be really <laughs> careful what I say about veganism because really early on I realised if you do any kind of TV things um, young women in particular but um, obviously eating disorders affect everybody and it's not a gendered thing Um they're using it to disguise a control thing with yeah. food yeah. and for some people that's a very extreme eating disorder and veganism can start for you if mm. you if you can't find things or if you take I know there's lots of terms for it now but that kind of healthy eating to an extreme yeah. and yeah and that's something we all know people who are affected by yeah. that and but, you have to be really flexible with it but here's the other thing about veganism it's a any any food if if we're actually only a few years away relatively from a population mm. of the world of 10 billion yeah. people there's going to be issues with food production, whether they involve meat or not. And yeah. that's what really freaks me out. It's yeah. like basically there's just not going to be enough space to grow yeah. the food for the people. And we always get other revelations when you think something's a better choice. So if say someone like me who thinks, oh, I think dairy farming, especially when it's in these massive factories, is so incredibly cruel. I'll have soy or I have almond. And then you, you get told about what that farming yeah. does. And then you realise, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's mass farming in general. Yeah. You're not going to find a healthy alternative. I mean, healthy for the planet, unless it's much more to do with using the land we've got and homegrown and not flying things all over the world. And yeah. so that's why yeah. people like me just stop thinking about it because you're just going insane. We do go. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not going to win this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think more more to the point though. I think it, it's actually just about more so than looking at it meat versus whatever veganism. Yeah. Or whatever. I think it's more about looking at how much we just eat. Yeah, you know, because the truth is we are all overeating, certainly compared to how we yes. used to eat. You know, and I'm just going to do it because the... until the food runs out. Because yeah. now I'm starting to wonder. You know, I don't. Yeah. Apparently, we will be eating crickets in 20 years, so I'm oh, going yeah, to enjoy a burger now. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. True. Although I have to say, I did go to, oh, she was a guest yes. on our podcast, and Gizzy Erskine's Filthy filthy Burgers, the vegan plant-based burger. Oh, where's that? Oh, it's it's actually, it's next door, it's in Shoreditch. Oh my um, gosh. It's excellent. Okay. It's really good. It's, yeah. it's that perfect balance of, it doesn't taste, taste yes. like a meat burger, mm-hmm. but it has, it doesn't taste like a veggie burger. But yes. are you Got looking that. for something that tastes yes, like a meat absolutely. burger? Yes, absolutely. You are. So, so right. fast food is one of the things that really changed with veganism. Berlin's been ahead of it. They were really good for ages. They've got incredible... Or, I mean, and in a really, like filthy, disgusting way, kebab shops and stuff that don't even say that they're vegan. Wow. Um, and again, they're dirty burgers. No, I love that stuff. Wow. There's a place that's really near Holborn that does deep fried vegan macaroni, um, like macaroni cheese. It's got herbs in it, deep fried. And again, they do 
burgers that taste to me like. Let's get the hell there right now. Why don't we do the podcast there? I know. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's all I want. So now. That's, Sorry. That's, so that's what I think about. It's so great for the people who try it or will have an alternative because being excited about food and different ways of cooking. And where to get taste from. Like lots of Eastern food doesn't have any dairy in it and yeah. any animal fats. And it's yeah. full of flavour. So I think that's a really good thing for people to find out. Because I w- always think, I- I'm a big egg fan. I mm. love eggs. And I always think, oh, I'd really miss eggs. But then like, if you think of like, you know, lots of like Chinese food, Japanese, exactly. you know, there's, yeah. there's no eggs. So yeah, this weird thing happens when you don't have them for ages. You start to find it really gross. Yeah. Because even when you say egg, I'm like, it comes Ew. from a chicken's It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So weird. <laughs> My husband's weird about eggs. Is he? Yeah. They're so gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. It is true. That's the thing, isn't it? But anyway, well. No, it's not. They're very good for you. And I shouldn't have said that. They're just gross to me. Yes. Yeah. I Fair. thought I dreamt about cheese for so many years. After because, giving up? Yeah. Yeah. It was that the hardest thing? So not. Yeah, were were you, by the way, a full-on carnivore? Always, or did you go straight no, to No, I'd always been vegetarian since I was a child. And I was a much unhealthier vegetarian. I used to say cheese sandwiches all the time and jacket potatoes. So but I'm a much healthier vegan. But in all seriousness, that's mm. how it has changed. Because I remember mm. the same thing. When I, we were kids at school with me who became vegetarian, they just ate a lot of cheese. Yeah. Whereas now, actually, it is amazing to see what the vegan slash vegetarian options yes. are, are like. Yeah. And so it, it's a great time to be a vegan yeah. and alive. Or anyone, just knowing that having more plants in your diet is so brilliant for your yeah. digestion and good yeah. for your energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I guess it's like everything, everything in moderation, everything even in a vegan dessert. Even a vegan dessert, yeah. Hallelujah. 
you haven't done this. Yeah, admin, do yeah. do this. Phone us yeah. here. Email us there. You, you know need this to boring shit we told details. you about your pension last week. We're telling you again. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm All also, that. I'm also genuinely quite shocked when I get posts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's, it's like a bit like, oh, what is that? It's yeah. like, how do they know where to find me? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, but because I have pretty much gone, you know, paperless yes. on everything. Yeah. So if I get any posts, it's usually from my mum, mm. something knitted. Uh, so and that I'm, sounds I'm like nice posts. That's yeah. nice I don't get anything from my mum. Oh, I get it to send you stuff. But yeah. you know, um, or it's uh, junk mail still yeah. exists. Well, I, I still get like people trying to sell me credit cards. Yes. I'm like, leave me or alone. Jeremy Corbyn's big face on something. Or, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sent his face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think what I really struggle with is I'll get it and I don't open it because I don't think it's important. And so two things I've been caught out with: I didn't pay my TV license. Oh. And um, which is dodgy when you do and I didn't realise that are they still posting. <laughs> yeah, to email. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. have it a pop up on iPlayer, and then I'd have seen it. And yes. the other one was um, I didn't know that I wasn't paying my phone bill by direct debit. It wasn't going out, and then I had my phone cut off. And then they'd sent me letters and letters and letters, and I just thought my phone was broken. I got a new phone, and it's just all stupidity. So they shouldn't have posted anything to me. No, I think they really shouldn't have. Yeah, but, they, but, could have, they could have texted me, yeah. and I've gone. Oh, oh, I see. They know I use my phone. But it is weird, isn't it? I think I, it's funny how because I've said this about things like voting. Mm. Like I, I still find it mad in this day and age where you can vote for the winner of the X Factor, mm. but you can't vote for you know, the political party of your choice yes. via your phone. Because the simple truth is, I swear to God, there must be a way of encrypting an app that you could do that. Well, and if you have your little thumbprint exactly. for your Barclays app, if, exactly. then your phone knows if all of them, doesn't it? you move your money around, you yes. should. And, and I just don't, I think it's because it would put a lot of people who push yes. a lot of paper around at jobs, basically. Our, I think they're all volunteers. I think it's because that people, they think people don't trust the system. Mm. And there's always so, there's already so much talk about fraud mm. I still think I think, so. it's, I think I people think don't believe don't I trust the, the, tur- the voter turnout would yes. go up tenfold if you could do it from your phone I honestly I think, think we, they might I don't not know have won Brexit do you not think I, no. I, I think well, older people wouldn't be able to do it and I think that's the problem that you'd actually eliminate <laughs> them well, that, that, that would happen but also I don't think that would particularly motivate a lot of people anymore but then we, I really in, don't. we then introduce the system of our well, Australasia Australia, in yes, Australia exactly. you are compulsory, fine compulsory voting really I'm sorry no I but mean, I still believe you should not you know, spoil your vote then but I just think to not vote apathy is the yes. worst yes I just registered I saw this I've chosen not to do it. I've chosen. No, I don't want is. Corbyn or Theresa May. Thank you. Yeah. I want neither. You know. I yes. just think I'd rather have. So what's the point of that? Well, I just think. It, I just think it forces <laughs> yes. people to be engaged. They have to try and, it forces yeah, yeah. someone to actually look at the at the at the sort of reality of a situation and make a decision. Yeah. Letting yeah. people just get off the hook without making any. You know, not nailing their what is it? The mouth. To the mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just think. What what kind of message is that sending out? It's basically sending it to young people. You, uh, it's not that important. Well, just but that's the apathy that I think's kind of. Dangerous. Yeah, and it's not doing any harm to the current political parties yeah. or certainly not to the people in power at the moment. No. I mean, yeah. this inno- innocuous chat about posts has taken a very yeah, serious turn, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's not my fault. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it never was, is. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, no, so it's yeah. a waste of paper, it's a waste of ink, it's a waste of... But then I do really like both of my postmen. They oh. are both men. How have you I, met like, them? Um, I, I order postman. a lot of things. Does this count as post, actually? I, don't, I mean, like, like this. I like to, if I'm drunk, shop online oh. and then be surprised oh, by I what like arrives. I like to do it when I'm drunk and when I'm not drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe doesn't discriminate. Yeah. No. It's just so great buying yourself presents. 
And then yeah. you forget because you're drunk yes. and then it turns up. Yeah. You're like, oh. And that's like, and a yeah. clothes buyer, a knickknack buyer. I love Etsy. Oh, I love yes. I love crafts. So I do like clothes, but anything people have made themselves. So it feels, again, it feels very anti-capitalist. It feels like supporting artists. Yes. But yeah, I've got a house full of crap. <laughs> a house full of crap covered in Frida Kahlo is what I've got. <laughs> as long as it all sparks joy, apparently. Yeah. Well, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Also, so I listened to, um, who was it? It was on Killer No Filler. They were talking the other day about how, because everyone's Mary Kondo, the secondhand shops are full of some great stuff. Oh. Loads of books. That's true, actually. There's been a real surge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? Funny yeah. you say that. I was walking past the charity shop, charity shop in Brixton the other day and I was like, this is a great window yeah. display. For those of us who still want lots of crap, it's <laughs> our time. <laughs> yeah. I get so offended though when I give a really good haul to the charity shop yeah. and then I don't see any of it in the window. It's like, I gave you bastard some Michael what Kors. What a kick in yeah. the teeth. Yeah. Well, I sometimes think that means the staff have just taken it straight away and it's too oh, good. Yeah, you're true. Which is Maybe. obviously, I'm, a, I'm a, so much of an optimist. I think it was so great they couldn't even sell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. yeah, no post. I mean, I'm trying to think what good post you get because I've talked to, I get a bit tense about cards. I don't really like birthday cards. I don't even know how long, oh, I how long to hang on to them. If it was a nice them. card, I'd be well in No, there. because then I feel bad because I feel like I'm going to put that straight in the recycling. Mm. Oh, should I leave it for five minutes there yeah. on the side? But you're just basically wasting time. Yeah, just and I don't want it cluster on the sides. No, exactly. So just I, so literally, it's I open the envelope. Like, you're free to Carlo knickknacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But oh, do you feel a bit like opening post has become the sort of almost equivalent of never checking your bank balance you know people just yes. never yeah, ask. just ignoring yeah, it just, yeah. yeah so oh, also the, the other thing is i don't answer the phone i've got a real phobia of answering the phone lots of people have that that's like my nana that's yeah. what she was like yeah why have they yeah. got my number fern cotton has a, an intense phobia of answering well the that's phone. it i don't like being on the phone ever no and even like with voice memos now people send voice memos to be cool and funky and i can't bear it see i love a good old chat do you i still i, I still feel like and i i get a bit irate when people don't have their number at the end of their email so i'm like well hang on what if you haven't answered my question i'm oh. going to be able to call you straight away <sighs> they're and say, on to you yeah yeah exactly yeah. Maybe that, oh no he loves yeah. a chat don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but no I, yeah i i i yeah, I don't know what it is. I think because um, actually my flatmate said to me the other day, she said cause she was trying to negotiate something about m- mortgage. She's trying to get away from me, understandably. Yeah. But um, no, uh, and she, I, I gave her like this mortgage broker details and she's like, where's the email address? I was yeah. like, oh no, just ring her. She's like, what? <gasps> yeah. I was like, ring her. She's going, no, 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 I can't do that. No. I was going, what do you mean you can't do that? It's like, no, I don't like some it. People are literally so, so she's right. So I can't do that. I'm moving at the moment. And so similarly, I tried to book the removal people on an email and they said, we just want to call to go through some details. And I said, uh. I'll just come and just do it on email. And eventually they came round because <laughs> I preferred seeing them in person than do the phone. The same, the, the cleaning you have to do when you leave the property. The cleaning wanted to talk to me on the phone. But I was why like, can't they just email you that? Because there were so many questions, it would be quicker on the phone. But I was like, I'll just answer the questions on the emails. Yeah, yeah I'd rather take the time I just like yeah. to you know, have a connection with people sometimes especially with someone you don't know because often yes. you can get in, in yeah. our work you can, yeah. you, you can get to a point where you literally have never met somebody and you've mm. worked with them several times you know? I like that isolation yeah. <laughs> I like that <laughs> and it also it's a quiet way to work get yes. into the volume yeah maybe busters. that's it I just don't like anything noisy yeah yeah. you've come to the, ro- the wrong podcast yes, I'm wrong afraid podcast. but well I mean where do you I, th- I think you, uh, I guess no, you answer, the ph- you answer the phone. You're not scared of the phone. Well, I answer if it's you. Because <laughs> oh, I know I'm not getting out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have but, some friends yeah. who won't answer. No, I won't answer. And they're the people that will text me. The second I'll I call them, back, yeah. they will not answer. It, what's up? I would yeah. text if someone called me. Very common. Very common. Well, I mean, 
I don't know what else to say on that. I still hate getting posts. You hate, you hate yeah. posts. Uh, I'm going to eat less vegan desserts and you're going to... Oh, oh did that, is that what we came up with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like our summer. It's something up. I thought we ate vegan desserts to stick it to Piers Morgan. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that, right. That's, that's, that's we, our protest. This podcast is changing the world, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just pity those poor buskers. Yeah. Yes, the poor buskers. <laughs> They're getting yes. nothing on the way out from yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Um, thank you. Good luck with uh, the Palladium gig thank on the you. 18th of March. 10th of March. 10th, 10th of March. March. Yeah. Where did you get the 18th from? You know. put me in for another one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my victory luck. Yeah. 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 Come yeah. back around the next week. No, the 10th of March. Yes, lads, 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 lads. Lads, lads, lads. Do check it out. Thanks uh, so much, and guys. thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you again next week. See you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.